0: Technology. Industry. <laughs> Computers. Enter- Mining Tane. consortiums. Bitcoin.
1: All working together in the blockchain. Blo- blockchain.
2: blockchain. blockchain.
1: <laughs> People hate this. If your I chain
0: mean, gets I'm... blocked, <laughs> I recommend X-Lags. <laughs>
2: oh, terrible. <laughs> terrible, terrible, terrible. Terrible. <laughs> Apple made a lot of money last week, which we talked about. Oh, yeah. they made a lot of money.
0: Called it. They did Nailed not shutter the iPad line, so I got that one wrong.
2: Yeah, well, you got to go out on a limb every once in a while.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: There wasn't a ton in there that was that was super relevant. John, did you did you pick out some nuggets well, of I wisdom? Well, I just, like, no,
1: I mean, but I think some of the result of the of that is uh, all this stuff with Berkshire Hathaway and... Um, mm-hmm warren buffett buying up a ton of stock which has made other people buy up a ton of stock because if he's doing it you know if he jumps off the brooklyn bridge then which i'm not and i'm not saying that this is jumping off the brooklyn bridge but (laughs) the stock has gone after after like all this crap that we went through last quarter about oh iphone 10 sales are terrible and you know the stock keeps
2: going down now it's like shot up just because warren buffett bought a bunch i mean i know when i'm investing there's nobody i trust more than the old country (laughs) buffett himself I mean, stock prices Thanks, are
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: Stock prices are ir- irrelevant. I mean, it's all made up. It's all made up. It's all made up. It's fake news. It's all bullshit. Institutionalized gambling. That's what it is. That's what it is. Put your money
0: down. Put it all in red. That's you know what what's I what's More fun. Actual gambling. <laughs> uh, mm. More fun. I understand how roulette works. I don't understand how the stock market <laughs> works.
2: <laughs> you're not alone in that. Yeah. Um, Interesting thing I spotted today was a patent, you know Apple patent on a round Apple Watch face. Mm. Which I was uh, Oh well was, was that a yawn or a groan? I couldn't tell. Was it a yawn? It was a, a groan?
0: groan. Because because John's upset that he's gonna have to buy another Apple Watch, his third.
2: <laughs> I'm gonna have to win it for both
1: wrists.
0: Well, as, Apple You
2: know, I I saw somebody. I think in it was, various phases I think it was Dave Mark from Loop in uh, the Loop mentioning the other day that he finally upgraded from a Series Zero to a Series Three and was amazed at how much faster it got. And I'm still sitting yeah. over here on my Series Zero, thinking, I mean, I will I will upgrade, but I kind of been trying to hold out, figuring this year might be a more substantial revision. I don't know if that's true, because um, I, I considered buying a Series Three. But well, it makes
1: sense because i bought the series three so
2: sure yeah i mean so obviously they've the got to be like, make that a, a
1: huge a huge difference
2: everyone knows that your devices become <laughs> obsolete as soon as as soon as someone else they
1: roll off the showroom floor
2: that's right that's right i like to put a big key gouge in my i'm Apple just devices. gonna i'm gonna
1: start i'm gonna start buying used now that's what i'm gonna do i've I'm bought models before actually stuff that works pretty well oh yeah sure I buy, I buy a lot of refurb stuff that's a that's a good way to buy.
2: That's just smart. That's just good business.
1: It really is. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, I'm so bad at buying the new models that I think I should just buy old models. When, when you know, after it's in the you know it's in the rearview mirror, and I can understand which one was the best one, then I can <laughs> I, get then I can get that model. I like to
2: do all my shopping <laughs> yeah. via time travel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then mail it to myself. That's in the right. Past. That's right mysterious benefactor.
0: mm mm-hmm. Mhm.
1: They I mean, you know, a patent a patent of, of course doesn't mean that they're going to do it.
0: Did they, are, is there an image of this new Apple Watch face by the way?
2: No, no, it's a patent. I mean, this is obviously yeah. with a, a huge chunk of salt. Um clear I mean <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't I think surprise we me. a lot of salt. <laughs> so much salt Our your salt blood work. pressure will go up. Uh it doesn't salt surprise work. me salt. that they would be working on or like experimented with a a round display, right? I mean, despite all the arguments to the contrary, uh, you know, round watches, I think, are tend to still be kind of the most popular style, so I would imagine they would try it. Whether or not they'll ever do it is a question, because I think in the same way that the notch has become sort of iconic and imitated, the shape of the Apple Watch has become iconic. So I don't yeah. know if they'll change it or not. Right.
1: Yeah. And we've talked it we talked in the past about like the programming challenges and sure. uh, yeah. associated with round watch faces. But I would be happy to just continue with the square watch face and ditch that paradigm because it's a thing that's based on the sweep of watch hands and that is something that is no longer relevant when you have a digital watch.
2: I saw an argument in one of the slacks I'm in the other day about how analog watches are like dead old technology that we should all just like, you know, why even bother teaching your kids <laughs> how to read an analog watch face? Uh, and I mean, I my get, kid had the hardest time figuring that out. It's it is it's not easy. Like even it's just now, weird. I mean, yeah. it's, the fact that you can just make it. I have a. I think I've mentioned this before elsewhere, but I did my best friend from college who is now an ER doctor uh as and when we were in college man could not read analog clocks and so we always used to joke that because he knew he was going to be a doctor he'd be like you know in the er Mm -hmm. calling it time of death big hand on the five (laughs) (laughs) little hand someone tell me what time it is uh but (laughs) i mean and i get the idea like it's digital clocks are ubiquitous so I mean, not that. I obviously there are lots of places where they're not going to go away. I mean, people don't build clock towers with digital watch faces on them. Um, but <laughs> yet,
1: yeah. And and what I mean, what do they build? What do they build clock towers with? Um, widgets or uh, what are they? <laughs> complications.
2: Complications. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they did. I've seen. I've seen those old ones in. Uh, when I was in Prague, there are a few that have like the little. Um, day night things on them and stuff like that like they're, they're clearly that was a thing see there you go. but yeah I don't know it's um it's interesting that even though analog faces are kind of, uh, you know, um, no longer cutting edge, that obviously a ton of the faces on the Apple Watch are analog faces. Are you guys? Yeah. What are you guys using for watch faces at this point?
0: I am not wearing my Apple Watch and haven't for about five months, so Whoa. I'm using the face on my analog Boss watch. That's
2: this is um, this is
1: Lex's last uh, visit on this podcast.
0: Yep. No, I still love technology. I still love the Apple Watch. <laughs> this was an Apple wasn't Watch podcast, podcast. This is an Apple Lex. Watch
1: show, Lex. <laughs> You you knew that when you
0: signed up. <laughs> oh shit! Uh, listen, I like the Apple Watch. I don't even mind charging the Apple Watch on the daily. I don't like packing the Apple Watch. <laughs> since you never put it on your wrist anymore.
1: Yeah, and I. I it's very I easy. I just leave it on the charging stand.
0: I, I. It feels to me ruder than the phone when you. Um, I, I don't like any of the notifications on the watch. I still have the slow original watch, and. I don't know. I just don't use it for anything but telling the time. So I was like, why don't I just wear a watch that I don't have to charge every day? <laughs> that also just tells me the time. That was my take.
2: I will say I did go... I, I was at a wedding this past weekend, and for the first time in a while, I did swap out my Apple Watch for for an analog watch uh, from a former sponsor of this show, uh, the Movement Watch I have. I put that on because it worked well with my outfit. It was nice. It's a nice watch. But yeah, I'm not like a... I know people who are like watch aficionados, and that's never going to be... I don't. I don't have this kind of disposable income for that.
0: <laughs> yeah, I would. I would wear my Apple Watch more if I could get the Hermes faces, but they won't let me do that.
2: <laughs> oh wow! You're, well, it,
0: look at you this fancy Hermes, fashion well, plate. If over you yet.
1: got the Hermes band, then you could have it.
0: Yeah, but I'm not doing that <laughs> ever.
1: What, <laughs> okay, well, Lex, so you, let me. Let, you made your bed, Lex.
2: Let me ask you then, Lex, is there anything that would entice you to go back to the Apple Watch that is not there currently?
0: i don't know um that's an excellent question dan thank you i Um, I like to think so
1: i uh, that's the other name that's the other name of this podcast (laughs) that's an excellent question dan
0: i'm gonna give you my answer right after i tell you this so my answer to that question will come right after i tell you first of all i look fantastic a lot of the time and that's because i wear a suit a lot of the time when i wear a suit i don't just wear any old suit I wear a made-to-measure suit, not some off-the-rack garbage. I have a two Indochino made-to-measure suits. Every man looks better in a suit, inclusive of me. Indochino is the largest custom apparel company in the world. They make suits and shirts made to your exact measurements for a great fit. Guys love the wide selection of high-quality fabrics and the option to personalize every single detail, including the lapel, the jacket lining, the monogram, and much more. Here's how it works. You pick your fabric. Okay. Did you choose okay. You, you, you chose one? Okay. Choose your customizations. Submit your measurements. Place your order and wait for it to arrive, the suit that is, in three weeks or less. You can shop online at Indochino.com or visit any of their showrooms across North America, one of my top three favorite Americas. This week, our listeners can get any premium Indochino suit for just $379 at Indochino.com when you enter the promo code REBOUND to check out. That's more than 50% off the regular price for a premium made-to-measure suit, plus shipping is free. Again, that's Indochino.com, promo code REBOUND to get any premium suit for just $379, plus free shipping. That is an incredible deal. For a perfectly tailored suit. I don't know, is my answer to your question. <laughs> Did you just
2: dodge my question with an ad read? I, here's the
0: thing. Uh, wow. I think it's rude to look at notifications on your phone. I'm, I am think it's ruder still to look at notifications on your watch. I think it makes you look impatient, where with your watch, when, when you look at your phone because you got an alert. You're just like you know a regular modern citizen of the world who is a jerk who checks their phone because what's happening in their phone is more interesting than what's happening in the real life checking your watch implies even if people know that it's an Apple watch oh I'm bored with this like I'm checking the time as well like it feels ruder to me so I don't like any of the alerts I like the step tracking just fine um, but like you can do that for a lot cheaper with a Fitbit so I today it doesn't feel any more like it's a product for me I don't know what I don't know what's wrong with me I'm broken. Mm
1: -hmm. i'll agree with that yeah i mean that's yeah consensus (laughs) has been achieved i'll agree with the end the ending part the conclusion that lex
2: came to i mean it's funny because the the looking at your wrist thing obviously is a gesture that well predates the apple watch so i mean i get your point about the like looking at the time thing i still find it easier to do like people
1: have been looking at lex's wrists for years
2: (laughs) i mean have you seen his wrists they're very nice. <laughs> They're fabulous. Um, I still find it easier <laughs> to surreptitiously look at my wrist than to pull out my phone in some circumstances. So, like, I try not to do it when I'm standing there, like talking to someone and being like, "Oh yeah, my wrist just buzzed. Let me let me like drop everything and look at that." Um, but I, I get where you're coming from. I don't I'd probably know, I
1: mean, get fewer notifications than Lex does. Um, that's so. probably true as well. Uh, it's less of a big deal, and I feel like there are a number of time instances where I get a notification. I just choose not to look at it. Yeah, I get that too. Depending
2: on what I'm, depending on what I'm doing, I will not look at it. Definitely times when I find it more beneficial. For example, I'm thinking like I went into the supermarket yesterday, and I texted my girlfriend like, "Oh, do you need anything?" And you know, sometimes my hands are full at the supermarket. I'm carrying like a basket or something like that, and so pulling out my phone is actually way more awkward than just being like, "Oh, yep she she needs coffee or something." Rather than, oh, my phone buzzed. Well, I'll get it when I have a second, and then I forget, and then mm-hmm. I don't get coffee, and then I'm in trouble. <laughs> so I, I think...
0: Yeah, there's conveniences to it, for sure. I mean, that's why they make it. Um, the Whoa. Plus Whoa. money. Uh, but I, I just kept turning off more and more notifications until there were none. So I don't know. I don't know. Well, I also okay, never got but great you do at that. Telling the tabs apart.
1: I mean, okay. Yeah, no, so I did. You, so but the only, was, like, thing you're, only thing you're using it for is step tracking and notifications?
0: No, I don't think it was was for step tracking and telling time.
2: Yeah. Okay. Well, see, I use it for a lot of different things. Wait, oh, so John, what else do you use it for? Because I'm, I'm. Um, f- take us through that. Yeah. Timers.
1: Um, telling Siri to put stuff on the grocery list. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of the time, like controlling music, oh, either nice. on the Sonos or whatever's playing in my headphones.
2: Do you uh, do,
1: like? Do you use a lot of apps? Do you use any apps? Um. Uh. Well, you turned me on to Authy, yeah, so like I'm that. using that now on the watch Man, um, i don't think even use that much not uh so I, oh and the other thing uh the thing that i love the most probably is being able to look at my watch and see what the weather is going to be like yeah what,
0: I what the, like weather the weather is now thing. and what
1: the weather is going to be like for the rest of the day and i have what the heck is it um i can't remember which app it is uh
2: dark guy
1: it's not dark sky carrot weather uh, carrot weather yeah um which i the subscription for it to get the complication to work yeah. like all the time so i forget exactly what you i think you i think you have to pay for it to get the complication yeah i did work. well i think i mean it was not yeah. it was not expensive it's, no it's hardly anything it's like 14 bucks a year or so or if that yeah um yeah. so i uh, i cannot imagine not having it frankly at this point
2: I have to ask you at some point about using Authy on it because I'm frankly I love Authy and I never use it on the watch and I don't know what I'm, what am I doing wrong. I
1: I have just started using it. Okay, recently. All right. So we'll
2: we'll t- we'll, we'll figure that. We'll out have so. to. We'll yeah, follow up on that later. I don't use a lot of apps. I mean, I use like the workout stuff, um, timers. Like yeah, and, John. I use, and the workout stuff. Uh, I really like the Pedometer Plus Plus app, which is like. I
1: don't know why I use you know. the workout stuff particularly because I never go back and look at like what I've done.
2: Um I have I like more getting the, I like
1: getting the little the swirly the swirly thing yeah, when yeah. I've accomplished something. I do like that. And every once in a while I get a badge or whatever. Well, I did like um,
2: a I did a 5K a couple of weeks ago and I used it. I've used it. I've done like two or three of those in the last couple of years. And so I'll use it for running there to like get my time um and see like my pace and stuff and it's good for that. Uh, I'll use it at the gym too, but I, I you're right, I don't tend to go back and look. I mean, at some point I think it's one of those things where it's I feel like there will be a better, there will at some point be better like synthesis of all that data. Right now, a lot of it just still Mm -hmm. feels like here's a whole bunch of data. And like at some point, and this is kind of what I'm interested in seeing Apple doing on the health front is be more proactive and like have a larger holistic approach to that and like take all the data and draw conclusions from that, right? Like, Hey, you know, yeah. these workouts get a better bang for your buck or whatever. You're this close to having a heart attack. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, people apparently use it for that now, but <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah. That,
0: that's what I'm missing out. My analog watch never tells me if I'm about to die. So that is, a, <laughs> that is a, a deficit. Yeah. It's basically the impression I get just from watching the passage of time on my analog watch is I am going to die. <laughs> that's as yeah, far I as it goes. It.
2: You know, except when that little breathe, instead of a little breathe notification popping up, it's like you're this much closer to death. Yeah. <laughs>
1: stop breathing. Stop breathing. <laughs>
2: yeah, if you stop breathing, you will be way closer to death.
1: Um, always good advice.
2: I see a lot more of them out now. Oh yeah, I, mean, I, I see, I see like a number.
1: ridiculous number of them
0: now.
2: Yeah, they they definitely have. I mean, it felt a little bit like the original iPhone days, right? Like, when the original iPhone yeah. came out and, like, you'd see them every once in a while and be like, oh, that person has an iPhone. And now it's, like, every, you know, a lot more people yeah, right. have Apple Watches. I see a lot now, of other now ones, it's like, too, though. Now it's, like, there goes the neighborhood. Yeah. I was at I was at brunch a couple of weeks ago with a bunch of friends, and one of them had, like, a um, silver, like, what looked like a small silver watch. And I was asking her, like, oh, what what is that? But it was, like, clearly a smart device of some sort. And she's like, oh, it's actually, this is a Fitbit. And I was like, oh, I didn't know i honestly didn't even know what fitbit was making these days <laughs> but like i see a lot more i see a lot more smart devices in general like a uh, wearable wrist devices um and some of that's probably a function of where i live but it's uh i've been impressed about how many there are whether they are fitbits or apple watches or something else i saw a pebble the other day oh man <laughs> i've got an old broken yeah. one here somewhere
0: yeah I-, I literally threw my old pebble away <laughs> I decided that it was time.
2: Yeah, I was thinking I got I got to do that at some point. I was very I was very surprised.
0: The Scott McNulty, friend of the show, Scott McNulty, he listens to every episode at least twice. Um, wears <laughs> one of those Fitbit watches.
2: Yeah, see, they're everywhere. So
0: real people do it. I mean,
2: it's got a real person.
0: <laughs> yeah
1: hey. you know he's going to throw it out the minute Amazon comes out with a watch. <laughs> wow. <laughs>
0: Listen, he does, if you're wondering whether Scott reads books on his Kindle. Uh, oh, fuck. Let, me try Let me take that joke again. Let's edit that in post. If you're wondering whether Scott McDonald reads books on his watch, the answer is yes.
2: I actually had a question about a different obsolete device. I can't remember if we talked about this or not, but the uh, announcement a couple weeks ago that, that Apple, <laughs> it's not really a device, Lex. Come on. You're in podcasts. You should know that. Um, you're literally in one right now. You're literally in a podcast. A couple weeks ago, Apple announced that it was killing off the airport line. Oh, yeah. Um, Which bums me out a little bit because I have an older uh, Airport Extreme here that I quite like uh, and it will continue to be supported for a while, but it means that will be my last Apple router probably. Um, I'm curious to know if you guys use Airport Router. I know Lex has like a whole Wi Fi saga, so maybe we don't have time for that shit, but. If you use Airport <laughs> Apple routers, if you switch something else, or what else you are using, because I I've had some interest in some other stuff out there, because I realized like having not updated my router in eight years, like router technology has actually like changed a bit. Yeah,
1: we, I think we t- we talked about this before, but uh, <laughs> circling back to the the theme of, of this episode, uh, I bought I had I had a, like the the short um, square version of the, the flat airport. one airport yeah the, the, the flat nice one, one. And, i had that one too yeah and i started getting i think oh, i think i like i heard a whine coming out of it <laughs> um, Please don't and own i own thought internet. that didn't seem like a good thing so and it seemed kind of warm so <laughs> i bought the the tower one and, and like like <laughs> this was like a year ago about and uh, it was like literally like two weeks before there were Rumors that Apple was going to discontinue. A lot. <laughs> not that it matters really, because you know it works fine. I, I wish it was USB uh, three, but it's not. Uh, but I don't. Well, I partially don't use that fu- feature because it's not USB three. But that's uh, you know it works, and I don't have. I have not. I have not had any issues with it particularly. I mean, I have issues with my internet connection, but not with the with the airport.
0: What's the uh, What are the USB ports on our our Touch Bar Max there, John? What are these called USB? C. C, right?
1: Yeah. But they're uh, three speed or whatever. I mean, you know Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. the the problem with the one on the it's the USB A connector, but it's USB two speed on the airport.
2: Yeah, I I like my airport extreme a lot. It's basically been incredibly reliable uh for its lifetime and so I don't have any plans to replace it. Um but I, I have seen, and I don't need a mesh networking system currently because my, my apartment is not big enough. One router covers it just fine. But I was impressed to see some of the models in that uh, regard. One of the things I was looking at actually this morning, um, there was a story on one of the tech sites that, and so Netgear's version of the mesh routers, which is called the Orbi, uh, they're coming out with a one that has a combo, has a cable modem in it. And I thought to myself, that's pretty nice to have a cable modem in a mesh networking router. Because I would love to get rid of some boxes. Yeah, um, right. And it, it solves a problem for me in theory because one of the issues right now for me is that the my cable modem is in my office and my router is in my living room because that's where <laughs> stuff is plugged into, um, uh, like, my, my Mac Mini is plugged in there, my Xbox is plugged in there, like, because I have those on Ethernet connections, and... Uh, I thought to myself, oh, that'd be that'd be nice. I could actually use my have the cable slash router in the office, and because of the way the mesh networking works, they have their like a satellite unit, and the satellite units on the Netgear version actually have Ethernet ports on them, which is super handy because <laughs> I have some stuff that doesn't work on Wi-Fi. For example, if you have the the Philips Hue smart lights, require a hub that is wired into your router, uh, and so. I was like, well, that would that would solve me some some cable running somewhere. So, I don't know. It's one of those things where it's like I I li- I like networking hardware a lot and every once in a while I think about like redoing my entire network setup and then I realize <laughs> I shouldn't do that cuz I will break something.
0: So, I you know, I I use a couple old airports um and then one generic like the the flat square ones. Uh one's a time capsule one's not. I have one like generic third party, it's not literally generic, but like some random networking company extender thing upstairs in the house to help mm-hmm. a little bit. And uh, my network is called Nonstop, uh, in a reference to a Hamilton song, um, because I had changed the <laughs> name of the network 8,000 times while fixing those woes, which you can find old episodes to listen to. Um, but. When I added the extender upstairs, I called it (laughs) non-stup because it was upstairs. So it was like a U instead of an O. You never want to be on that network because it sucks. That's like a last-ditch effort if you can't get a signal from downstairs. I have past sponsor uh, Eero in the house. I've just never set it up because it doesn't have all the all the ethernet ports that I have at the other base station that power all the wired devices throughout the house. Right. And so I'd have to set it up a little bit more complicatedly where you have the Eero feed into an airport or vice versa. Yeah. And I'm scared of it and I've never set it up. I set up the Euro network on its own one time to try it out and it worked great. Um, but it didn't provide the wired stuff that I needed, and I was too scared to break everything, so I just went back to my old airport setup.
2: Yeah, every once in a while, I think about getting one of those setups for my parents because their house has a—it's just an airport express actually, and it doesn't quite reach upstairs. It's like a little flaky upstairs, um and I think, oh, mesh networking would actually work perfectly for them. Like that would definitely solve the problem. But then I'm like, yeah, they're fine. <laughs> <laughs> How much internet do they really use anyway? That's too good for my parents. That's too <laughs> good for them. Well, it's funny because I use the airport express there because I've done this in a few different like family members' houses where I essentially uh turn off all the router functions on their like whatever the cable company gave them and then just feed everything into an airport and use that instead because the built-in routers on the cable company's modems or whatever are just they're just shit. They're just utter shit uh and so re- <laughs> replacing those with an airport extreme or airport express uh is just it's just so much easier it made life so much easier they like it made me spend so much less time having to go over and troubleshoot things so that yeah. that has been my go-to for years and i'm sad i won't be able to do that anymore just like go buy this hundred dollar router mm-hmm. plug it in we're gonna set it up and then you'll never have to touch it again
1: <laughs> yeah do you think this? I mean, that it's possible that they are just simply discontinuing this, and then they're going to redesign the whole line and ship something else.
2: I think it unlikely, based on. I think it's unlikely too. It's become so. It's become either so commoditized on the low end, you could still probably buy a router for pretty cheap, and so competitive on the high end with stuff like the net, mesh networking that there's really not a good place for Apple to position themselves in the market with their traditional like. We're gonna build a better product, but gonna like take more margin, yeah. Because well, I mean, there's just nowhere. To MG go Siegler,
1: there. MG Siegler wrote a post about this and suggested mm-hmm. that what they should have done was make something that does all of what the Apple TV, the Airport, and a uh, HomePod.
2: Yeah, I don't. Does. I don't disagree Which, with that,
1: but <laughs> I don't disagree with that necessarily either. But I, I, how much would that device cost? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, can you imagine that an Apple? I mean, the home the HomePod is already way overpriced, right? And I just like, who would buy? The, who? I mean, you can't. Right. It's, it's not going to be a device that
2: people are going to run out <laughs> right replace mass their, and buy. People aren't going to replace their routers at the drop of a hat, right? Like that's not sexy technology that everybody is like clamoring for Uh, because it's it's a utility it's like a outside of this podcast correct? i mean us sure apple nerds for sure (laughs) um yeah there's i mean let's put it this way it's something that's uh that you don't want to mess with because you want to be able to sleep at night knowing that you're going to have a solid internet connection and while we're speaking about sleeping at night (laughs) wow (laughs) look at this guy (laughs) segue i want to tell you about our other sponsor today which is of course our good friends at casper casper is a sleep brand that continues to revolutionize its line of products to create an exceptionally comfortable sleep experience one night at a time with three mattress models the original casper the wave and the essential casper mattresses are perfectly designed to soothe and cradle your natural geometry not to mention the breathable design helps you sleep cool i always sleep cool And regulates your body temperature throughout the night. And it's delivered right to your door in a small, how did they do that size box with free shipping and returns in the U.S. and Canada. But the best part is that you can be sure of your purchase with Casper's 100-night risk-free sleep-on-it trial. After all, you spend one-third of your life sleeping, at the very least, so you should be comfortable. Now... Listeners to our show can get $50 towards select mattresses by visiting casper.com slash rebound and using rebound at checkout. That's casper.com slash rebound offer code rebound for $50 off your mattress purchase. Terms and conditions to apply. And after you're done listening to this episode sponsored by Casper, check out Casper, the podcast sponsored by Casper. It's an entire podcast about Casper sponsored by Casper meta available now on SoundCloud, Apple podcasts, and Stitcher. Thanks Casper for sponsoring the show
1: wow they did it yeah they, uh,
2: <laughs> they've they it's 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 uh that's farm to table podcast they right created
1: there. the uh the casper singularity
2: i still don't know why they <laughs> haven't uh gotten the ghost as their spokesperson is all i'm saying I feel like that <laughs> Cause was nobody,
1: an opportunity because nobody likes that ghost <laughs> <laughs> you know why nobody likes that ghost right
0: because it's a dead kid
1: <laughs> exactly <laughs>
2: Wow! So a <laughs> who dead wants kid? to think about? It. They never talk about how that kid died. <laughs> All I'm saying is, so you're saying that's a kid who died tragically in some fashion, and nobody yes. likes that kid, and nobody that well, makes that's, it worse. That's why
1: nobody likes. Because <laughs> they have to think about how the kid died.
2: I mean, I never did, so it didn't really bother well, me. Well, now you will. Oh, great! The, thing, oh.
0: The, the 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 most disturbing part of this is he died from exhaustion because he didn't get a good enough night's sleep.
2: Tragic. Maybe that's the message <laughs> truly. Yeah. tragic. Um Mark German, you may have heard of him. You may not was have he heard. Here? Of him. I don't know. Oh, welcome yeah, Mark. Welcome, How are you? Listener Mark. <laughs> I don't know what that was. <laughs> that was, was a Mark scary. That, that was your Mark German impression?
0: Mm, I've never heard him speak in my life.
2: Yeah. Uh said that apparently iOS 13 will have a big iPad focused feature upgrade. So who knows? <laughs> Are we going to go right 13. to fourteen because
1: thirteen is unlucky?
2: That's a good call, but that's not. That's mm. even that's next year.
0: Like this year, we're not 12. even on twelve, right? <laughs> right, but this is
2: thirteen. This is next year, not this year, because they moved a bunch of stuff. Remember, they've said that, like, oh, I remember. This year's this year's not going to be this as year. You'll get nothing like it. Yeah, this is going to be an interesting WWDC if they're basically setting expectations at that point. <laughs> like, I have no idea what is actually because, like, yeah. Hardware is always a bit of a crapshoot at WWDC. Like, it could be any number of things. Or, iPhone it could SC be two. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Definitely a developer focused message on that one.
1: Yep. Uh, developers People love, love developing cheap iPhones. for
2: me yep. in particular. Uh, but they've already like lowered lex- expectations or like expectations, as I call them. I lower my like expectations every episode. <laughs> Same. Uh, <laughs> and. I mean, I guess the big sort of question on everybody's mind is whether they'll they'll update the laptop line. like they've had those rumors, although now they've they've the rumors have walked back a little bit too about like whether or not there will be a new MacBook. whatever that low cost MacBook like that's been floating around, the rumors are that like whether it's an air replacement or what uh mm-hmm. no idea what's happening with that but like last report i saw on that said it would it was not going to show up this summer the desktop line seems like except from the mac mini yeah mac mini iphone se2 that's gonna be a hell of a wwdc right there <laughs> <laughs> i'd
1: love it yeah i mean
0: i don't love i it. just
1: finally an uh, finally a wwdc for me
2: i <laughs> <laughs> gotta bring molts out on stage i <laughs> <laughs> gotta sit him down in a big chair <laughs>
1: Man. and they just gonna start people f- just get up and start leaving he's just gonna start
2: filling his <laughs> arms with things that he wants you wanted a mac mini here's a mac mini you want to have an se2 here's an se2 here's a whole stack of airport routers <laughs> <laughs> airport what just flinging him out to the audience <laughs> yeah i you know i know i said routers instead of routers whatever yeah it was, was i was gonna just was go, go by that go. i was gonna I let it go yeah. i think
0: you pronounce it either way hey, that's my opinion i think that you've opened the door <laughs> i
2: am rooting for a
0: new router <laughs> god is there anything worse than setting up a wi-fi router i've got a
1: friend who pronounces bagel bagel no just <laughs> yes no that is incorrect yeah, it's from minnesota
2: ah not right not right like, yeah, no, i no, have to say right at all i i enjoy setting up routers because i'm weird in that way but i like networking hardware a lot <laughs> uh, i mean i enjoy setting up be, when it just that works that should be
1: the title i enjoy setting up <laughs> network routers
2: <laughs> when it doesn't work it's horrible that is true uh but for me it's like i've always viewed it as a kind of sport like i like setting up other people's networks so that they work correctly
1: (laughs) is this the kind of thing that you could film yourself doing and then you know become huge on youtube for
2: (laughs) setting up routers (laughs) yeah right yeah the router guy yeah i'm the router guy that's me Mm. Um, you should like and
1: then you'd you'd be increasingly doing wacky stunts like breaking into people's houses and fixing their (laughs) routers
0: (laughs) We went out for the day, and we came back,
1: and our network is working so much better. Thanks, mysterious router guy, but why'd you steal all our candlesticks? Because you got to get people to smash that like button. That's true.
0: That's true. Yeah. Don't you wish that all of our internet-connected devices... You remember, you you can probably still do this, but you could use a Mac to extend a wireless network in a pinch, right? You could have people connect to the Wi-Fi of the Mac, which would then send it to the router you were connected to.
2: Yeah, by Ethernet, yes.
0: And eventually they got it where you could actually share the wi-fi connection like you could share wi-fi in both directions
2: in and out yeah i think you needed the newer yeah newer models with better wi-fi chips
0: but like in theory shouldn't i mean i understand all the reasons why you would not want this to happen mostly security based but like if your watch and your phone and your ipad and your Sono speakers could all be extending the network wouldn't that be helpful (laughs) like
2: a like a crazy peer-to-peer system
0: Yeah, like if they could all just point back to whatever the master internet device was. Dan Moore Mm. is my master internet device. But if they could all just extend your Wi-Fi network, wouldn't that be great? Like, it's technology that's only an inch away from the thing where, and you've probably seen this, a Mac or an iOS device can pop up. Hey, your friend so-and-so or a person named so-and-so is trying to get on this Wi-Fi network. Do you want to share the password? Have you seen that thing pop up? Yep. Yes. Like, just a little bit for, like... It all knows, and then you can just leave a trail.
1: You leave a trail of Wi-Fi devices.
2: (laughs) Well, I mean, it's (laughs) exactly right. Well, I mean, it's kind of. I think that's that's sort of a technological equivalent of the thing where like Comcast will use your like can provide a separate network on your router to other people who have Comcast subscriptions. Like, there's the Xfinity Wi-Fi hotspot system. Yes. Yeah. Mm, so, I hate
0: all those things. I know. I mean, yeah. I'm not disagreeing with you, <laughs> but, like, it's essentially
2: the same idea, which is they've just used yes. other people's hardware.
0: <laughs> yes, that's right.
2: Um, it's still network-dependent hardware, but, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. There's that, that seems probably too complicated and probably expensive because every device would need better Wi-Fi and some degree of, like, routing capability. But I understand what you're going yes. for here. Like, you want a cloud in your house.
0: That's right. I want a House Cloud.
2: Well, this hey. week's episode is brought to you by Whoa. our new sponsor, yeah, just, uh, House Cloud. Yeah, you just coined the name there. I like to think that was just one really long, extended intro to an ad read for our new sponsor, yeah. House Cloud. <laughs> Folks, we want to talk to about House Cloud. Speaking of which, you guys you know about our new sponsor, House Cloud. <laughs> <laughs>
1: i will say that i uh i used to have connection uh well what what do you call it uh saturation coverage issues with the old short um airport thing and now since i've upgraded to the new one that they have well there there are definitely i have re- achieved ultimate saturation
2: <laughs> <laughs> ultimate. as as has my network <laughs> well i mean they they have much better <laughs> antennas and stuff on that i mean one yeah. of the reasons i looked up like i was curious and looking around at different network hardware is because. A bunch of my Macs are new enough that they have, like, uh, what is it, 802.11ac, and my router is only an older 802.11n model, and it's like, oh, I wonder if I can get more out of this, you know, like, which of my Macs could actually, or which of my devices could actually take advantage of that. Uh, And my iMac would be fine, my phone and my iPad would be fine, but my MacBook Air is too old, um, and I think some of the other ones don't support it either. And I'm not sure that it would make a huge difference to me on the LAN, because, like, my network traffic on the local network is fine. Like it's not particularly slow. Uh, if anything, I would need to really upgrade the speed of my, you know, Comcast connection. Cause that's probably where my bottleneck is. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, and that's just too much work.
1: You're where my <laughs> bottleneck is. Um, <laughs> that's weird. I don't know what that means.
2: <laughs> Neither do I. Uh,
1: so the other thing that happened this week was the iMac turned 20. Jesus. It can almost drink. <laughs> yeah really next year
0: um, if you tried to turn one on and use it today you'd need to drink too <laughs> mm. i
1: ha- I have a i have one but it doesn't really work
2: well, i think that
0: was the implication <laughs> it's, what I'm saying. it's
1: not the original but it's it's a lime green one and it it turns on and then it freezes up after like 20 minutes <laughs> I guess. so it's it's same, in my office it's like a, like a
2: like a, blur, like a work of art i do the same thing <laughs> i also freeze up after 20 minutes after i wake up <laughs> yeah um <laughs> that's why you're my bottleneck <laughs> I, uh, I never, the first iMac I owned, I think, was an aluminum model. Like
1: Yeah, a, I think that's the first one that I bought. I mean, the first and only one I bought
2: new. My parents had a G iMac G5, uh, which was a pretty good computer, actually. Like, that was the last one, I think, where you could essentially take the entire back. It was the flat screen model, but you could take the entire back off uh, mm-hmm. and upgrade everything. And that was awesome. And then they stopped yeah. doing that. <laughs> I know. I know. Uh, but i remember Tell computer labs it. full of those blue imacs <laughs> when i was in college started to start to roll those out um, what was your what do you remember your first impression of that yeah of i remember blue? reading about it i remember sitting in the highs my high school library because i think i was a senior in high school and i reading the macworld issue where they talked about it and I mean, trying to think about like what I I thought it was, I mean, as everybody did, I thought it was kind of crazy that they dropped the floppy drive, right? Like, I could see why, like, I could see why they were doing it, but it felt like such a, an impracticality at that point. And I remember having to be in the, and yet having to be in the position of arguing to other people that it wasn't stupid. I often find myself in that position. (laughs) Sure. Yeah. Where it's like, I don't entirely agree with this thing, but for some reason I feel the need to defend it. Like I saw a friend of mine complaining the other day on Twitter about the removal of the headphone jack. And I was like, I agree with the way that you are presenting this and I understand your frustrations. Uh, I also am not 100% a fan of it, but like I also feel weirdly the need to defend it, which is very weird. I don't understand what what kind of bizarre psychology (laughs) forces me to do that
1: yeah i i think at the time i mean this is so long ago now but i think at the time the 20 years john (laughs) network uh, yeah that's what i heard um i had going i think i had a local talk network running in my house wow i did not have a network because i didn't have i mean i was still i was still doing dial-up internet connection
2: yeah same yeah we definitely didn't have anything other than dial-up the first time i used like an a network connection was going to college. And I, I remember if I had to like get an ethernet card for my performer or whatever. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. We went, so we went to, um, Japan in 2000 and the apartment that we stayed in had, uh, yeah, it had, did it have Wi-Fi? I can't remember. It might've had a, like a, like a ethernet connection, in 2000, but it had, it, like probably it had, it, had, it had cable, you know, it had cable internet. And, um, and fortunately, you know, my wife was so like fell in love with that over the three months that we were there that she was like, when we came back, we were like, "Are we going to get cable internet?" She's like, "Oh yeah, we're getting cable.
2: On I'm not living in that dial-up anymore." I do remember a friend and, of mine in high in high school who had cable internet, like the first person who got it among our friend group, and all of us being like, we wanted to go over to his house just to like, just oh, to yeah, like no download something. Sure, quick, download yeah. this
1: fifty megabyte file.
2: Well, and then, and then the
1: airport, like, the original airport came out, like, shortly there, like, it about was, then. So,
2: it was a little later, because, uh, um, right? I remember watching, that? it was
0: 2000?
2: It was either 99 or 2000, um, because I remember watching the thing where they made Phil jump off that tall thing holding the iBook, um, and... Yeah, so, is the, didn't they introduce the, uh, the iBook and... Yes. and air, the original <laughs> you know? airport, Yeah uh and i well the story i tell i told this recently i think on a another podcast but the um uh one of my friends uh in college july
1: 21st 1999
2: yeah one of my friends in college in i think 2000 was testing they had started to deploy a wi-fi network in different parts of our unit on our campus um which was a fairly large campus so it was like only certain pockets and he had like beta access to it and most people like didn't know this was even a thing, but I bought, I, I had a power book and I bought the airport card that you actually had to put into the power book. Um, mm-hmm. And I remember he like gave us access because it was so unregulated at the time. Like there wasn't even a password. You just had to know what the network was and have a hard, yeah. hardware that could access it. And I remember yeah. using well, it. so few people did. In the dining hall in like, you know, our, soft, our junior year or something and all of us just being like, holy shit <laughs> like that was incredible and i think basically that was the biggest revolution to computing up until the smartphone came out is is my yeah. feeling
1: yeah i mean and, and but yeah i think i used to joke that that was the the biggest change in my life was not having a kid it was it was wireless internet access
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, but we we used to so yeah we had a blueberry we had a blueberry ibook and we would just sit down on the on the porch, and we were just and watch the cars go by, and just be like, "This is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is the future." Yeah, that was, and then every, and then everything went to crap. Yeah, <laughs>
2: and then all of a sudden there were Nazis and trolls and <laughs> Jesus Christ, <Really>? yeah, right.
0: <laughs> and literally, he's an elected president. I don't Oh <laughs> <laughs> really uh,
2: yeah. Well, so I I keep waiting for something else of that scale to happen, but. I, feel oh, like I think the we've the next thing
0: is is uh, the oh. next thing that I think will feel as impressive would yeah. be if they can get to truly wireless charging, right? Yeah, Not the I've, Qi chargers.
2: I have thought about that too. Like if you're never without, if your device is never in danger of running out of power, basically, like that would be. Yeah, that would be amazing. That would be amazing. But I also worry about what that would mean.
0: <laughs> oh, lots of cancer, like tons and tons and tons of cancer. <laughs> That's what it means.
2: I was thinking societally, but okay, yeah. Yeah.
0: No, if, you're, if your device never needs charging, it's because they're going to develop standards that charge you charge your stuff via the air. Everybody's going to adopt it so that they can put it everywhere. And then once it's everywhere and you're always charged, then we're going to have just power stuff charging through us at all times and we're all going to die. I mean,
2: you can make that same <laughs> argument about all the radio waves, but it seems like well, yeah, it's, well, it's none of us. us
1: did it, knock on wood, none of us have ended up with wrist cancer yet. I guess the Alexis isn't going to get it because he's not wearing his watch. My anymore. wrist is going to last longer than yours. Ironically, cars. he will be yeah. the one of us that gets it. On the on the other wrist.
0: Did you just wish wrist cancer on me? Is that what just happened?
2: (laughs) Is that the end of the show?
0: (laughs) Sure. That's a wrist I'm willing to take.
2: Oh, yep. We'll say the the show ended five minutes ago. It's fine.
0: Yeah, (laughs) bro.
1: Tip your waitresses. Just cut this whole conversation.